Micah chapter 6 verses 1 and 2. Listen to what the Lord says. Stand up, plead my case before the mountains. Let the hills hear what you have to say. Hear, you mountains, the Lord's accusation. Listen, you everlasting foundations of the earth. For the Lord has a case against his people. He is lodging a charge against Israel. For most of chapter 5, Micah has been speaking of a future time when a promised shepherd ruler would rescue and purify a remnant of God's people so that they could be restored to live in right relationship to their Lord. The start of chapter 6, where we are today, marks a new section. We know this because of the repeated words. We're told to hear and listen, just as we were at the start of chapter 1 and again in chapter 3. But there's also a shift in the setting. We've moved from the battleground to the law court. God is bringing charges against his people. Israel is in the dock and God is the lawyer for the prosecution, calling Micah to speak on his behalf and outline the case. But instead of a jury and a public gallery, the onlookers in this courtroom are the mountains and hills. I don't think it's entirely obvious why. Perhaps because the mountains have witnessed the way that the people have treated God, so now it's right that they witness the consequences. Maybe it's especially fitting that the land is a witness when we remember that part of the people's wickedness was the fact that they were stealing land from their fellow Israelites. Perhaps also the everlasting nature of the mountains means that they are a reliable witness to the way that God has been faithful to his people over generations, as we'll see tomorrow. Yet the people have been faithless. Whatever else is going on here, these verses remind us that our sin is never a purely private matter. As Romans tells us, the whole creation is groaning, subject to frustration because of the fall. Humanity's rejection of God is so serious that its effects ripple out beyond ourselves, leaving a trail of devastation that impacts not only other people, but the whole created order. And so the judgment and forgiveness of that sin has consequences for the whole creation too. Why else would this world need to be totally remade when Jesus returns? The salvation that he makes possible is so significant, it requires a whole new creation for us to experience it fully. Let's praise him for that today.